Right now, the soda market doesn't need anything particularly new. Right now, it's not 1993, it's 2022. Sodas just find the way it is. Right now, we're going to discuss a soda that wanted to clear things up. Right now, on this very special episode of Our Little Podcast. Yes, that's right, dear listeners. We'll discuss Crystal Pepsi this week on This Was a Thing. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. On today's episode, we're looking at Crystal Pepsi. This was a thing because in the early 90s, clear things were in. And not only did they seem hip, but anything clear was assumed to be more healthy or more natural than the rest of the stuff out there. The idea of clear worked to sell soap, so why wouldn't it work to sell soda? One man at Pepsi had an idea, and the rest is, well... It's a story. I was too young to try Crystal Pepsi when it first launched nationally in 1993, but I do remember it being kind of a, hey, remember that weird thing? Uh, I remember the SNL parody of Crystal Pepsi more than I actually remember Crystal Pepsi, and I'll get to that in a bit. I remember it making a short comeback a few years ago, and I tried it, and my experience was... Well, I'll save that for the end. Give you a little cliffhanger. That's right, folks. So if you want to find out what I thought, wait till the end, folks. From that experience, I knew that it would be a perfect subject for this show because let's face it. Crystal Pepsi was a thing. Hmm. Now, I used a great article for this from Thrillist for reference. It's called How Crystal Pepsi Became the Soda World's Greatest Fail by Natalie O'Neill. And that's a little teaser. But before I get into the crystal... Let's get into a little bit of quick soda pop history, huh? I'm ready. All right, so Pepsi was created by Caleb Bradham in 1893 in New Bern, North Carolina. It was originally called Brad's Drink, which, to be honest, is a name that would probably sell today. It was renamed Pepsi Cola in 1898 because it advertised that it helped relieve dyspepsia, which today is known as indigestion. Dyspeptic is one of my favorite words. Bless you. It did well for a while, but uh, entered bankruptcy in 1923 due to market instability after World War One. Yeah, sure. Blame the market. Yeah. <laughs> there were three separate occasions between 1922 and 1933 where Coca-Cola was offered an opportunity to purchase Pepsi, but they declined each time, which I thought was pretty crazy that three times they could have bought out the competition. Uh, they could have just gotten rid of what them. What competition? The strongest competition. Please, Coke always wins. It does, but Pepsi always, it's like its like that thing that's nipping at, at Coke's heels. Pepsi really started to take off during the Great Depression. At the time when people were looking to stretch out their money as much as possible, Pepsi was there 
to do it for them. In 1934, Pepsi introduced the 12-ounce bottle. Now, up until that point, Coke and Pepsi were only offered sodas in 6.5-ounce bottles, so it was almost double the amount of Pepsi. And it was the same price as before, a nickel. Oh, you like a little jingle? Pepsi Cola hits the spot. 12 full ounces, that's a lot. Twice as much for a nickel, too. Pepsi Cola is the drink for you. From the 1930s to the 1950s, that jingle was the most commonly used slogan in the days of old radio movies and early television. I thought that was pretty crazy. It being on television and radio and stuff, that helped bring Pepsi into the light again. And it even started to compete with Coke. Can you believe it? In 1963, Coke brought out a whole new product to the market. Tab! Yeah, it was Coke's first diet drink. It was also because of the trend of people wanting healthier options, and Tab was that. It was also made because Diet Right, which was the real first diet drink, tested well, and Coke was like, hey, we're Coke, we want to do that, here's Tab. And I will say, I like Tab. What does it taste like? It's like diet. It's a little diety. Cherry flavored? Or no, like God, no. Caramel flavored? Yeah, sure. It has a caramel, has caramel notes. The next year in 1964, Pepsi was like, hey guys, guess what? Boom, Diet Pepsi. But it was originally called Patio Diet Cola. I call it Lanai Diet Cola. <laughs> it's been back and forth forever. Coke and Pepsi trying to think of what's next and how to beat the competition. It's a tale as old as time. Just some quick other competition stuff in 1975. Pepsi began advertising the Pepsi Challenge. People would do random taste tests of Coke and Pepsi. The study said that based on taste tests alone... Consumers preferred Pepsi over Coke, but I feel like the people conducting the study were like the doctors that recommended Camel cigarettes. <laughs> Here, we'll give you Pepsi for life. Just give us good results. Here's a glass of Pepsi, and if you go in that toilet bowl over there, that's where we keep the Coke. <laughs> <laughs> The Pepsi Challenge led Coke to create Diet Coke, which then took the lead in the Diet Cola department nationwide. The Pepsi Challenge also led to the creation of New Coke in 1985. Coke changed the formula and branded it New Coke. The customers revolted so badly that it lasted only three months, and that story's for another episode. It would turn out to be one of the biggest blunders in the history of the food and drink industry, and Pepsi loved that. Let's fast forward to the 90s. Woo! Hell yeah! That was a fast forward noise. We are in the midst of the clear craze. Everybody loves clear. Clear is in. Now, to the consumer, clear equated to healthiness. To them, it meant it was free of artificial flavor or dyes, soaps and deodorants. But what about soda? Now, enter David Novak, one of the heroes of this story, the year is 1992. He is the Pepsi marketing executive, and he had an idea. At the time, the sales of cola of Pepsi and Coke were stagnant, but the lighter soft drinks like Slice and Clearly Canadian were rising and rising. Now, that was a part of Canada that was Quebec. Novak said... Everything that was growing in sales was either clear or caffeine-free. I was sitting in my office and it hit me. Why not make a Pepsi Cola that's both? Now, Novak went to the PepsiCo CEO, Roger Enrico, and made the case that the occasional soda drinker, i.e. not me and Rob. Every day. Yeah, we are not an occasional soda drinker. They wanted a lighter tasting, healthier seeming alternative. Uh, Enrico and the rest of the Pepsi crew said, hell yeah. And it was on to development. Uh, Novak uh, went big with who would develop the new 
clear cola. He enlisted mad scientist, food wizard scientist, Surinder Kumar, the man behind developing the flavor of nacho cheese Doritos. Has this man won a Nobel Peace Prize yet? I put in my notes, hold for applause. So trust me. No. Yes, I know. Novak made sure to let Kumar know that the product had to be in clear bottles. That way, the people knew the product was clear. Clear equal good. Basic math. And there'll be a little bit more math. I found out later on oh boy. in this episode. Oh, boy. And it was an unintentional one. I need a tutor. But Kumar knew right away that was going to be an issue with the clear bottles. You see, he was the head of Pepsi's research and development branch. So the dude had some hours under his belt when it came to testing product. Clear bottles can help spoil clear soda, and that's why 7-Up and Sprite are in green bottles. Pepsi didn't really care about what Kumar was saying about the possible spoilage and essentially told him, You're a food scientist. Figure it out. Kumar says, from a technical standpoint, I thought it was impossible. There are laws of physics and chemistries you can't change. But at the time, Pepsi's motto was, go big. And that's exactly what Surrender Kumar set out to do. The ultimate beverage goal was to make a caffeine and preservative-free clear soda that tasted like original Pepsi, but also wouldn't eat into original Pepsi sales. Easy, right? (laughs) Now, over the next couple of months, he figured out a recipe that included a mix of sugar, salts, and a secret substitute for the caramel brown color and flavoring, which... To this day, he still cannot reveal what the secret substitute is. There was a problem, though. The head guys up at the top of the drink chain of Pepsi wouldn't give him the full recipe for regular Pepsi. Only a few top executives knew the secret recipe for Pepsi. So Mr. Surinder Kumar had to make a recipe for a clear soda that was similar in taste to regular Pepsi, but he had to figure it out from scratch, essentially. So the company that hired him said, make the formula, and then they said, we're not going to give you the formula. Yeah. We're not going to give you the tools. Yeah. Okay. He said, imagine trying to protect the flavor of something without actually knowing what's in it. It was difficult and very frustrating. I don't know. That just, it that it, that seems crazy to me that even like they couldn't give it to the one scientist. What's he going to do? Steal it? I know, exactly. It's like, oh my God, they found it. It's actually coriander that they put in there. Ooh. Knowing what was actually going into the drink, including the classic high fructose corn syrup, He didn't really like that the advertisers started advertising Crystal Pepsi as a healthy. He said there was roughly the same amount of calories as the original Pepsi in it. So, you know, Crystal, everyone thought it was like, you know, a clear light phase. So Crystal Pepsi's got to be clear and light and stuff. No, no. He said it was misleading to consumers. Uh, My point of view was if we want to market it as pure and natural, then the ingredients need to reflect that. That didn't stop Pepsi from getting into the focus groups as soon as a recipe was ready, and focus groups loved it. So then it got rushed to test markets. Here's a clip from a Crystal Pepsi employee training video uh, explaining why Crystal Pepsi was going to be big. And I will say this. If you love good 90s training videos, which they are some good ones, look up the Crystal Pepsi employee training video because it is full of just wonderful. So just here's a little clip from that right now. Sale of traditional carbonated soft drinks is slowing down. There's still a big market, but it's not growing as fast. As the total beverage company, we know the right product may mean new products. 
So we've decided it's time to make one thing perfectly clear. It's Crystal Pepsi, and the time is now. There's never been a product quite like it. Crystal Pepsi. A whole new cola experience. A completely different kind of soft drink with a unique cola flavor. The clear choice for Pepsi, the consumer, and our customers. And the reasons are crystal clear. Crystal Pepsi is an important part of our total beverage inventory, and it's sweeping the nation. Why? Because Crystal Pepsi is a cola, and America loves the cola taste. For more than a century, generations of drinkers have consistently chosen a cola as the perfect drink. So they were marketing it to their employees that this thing was going to be the next thing. In April 1992, the drink launched in Boulder, Colorado and started to fly off the shelves. People were actually shipping six packs to their friends in other parts of the country who wanted to try it. It was a big deal. David Novak wanted to launch Crystal Pepsi nationally in time for the Super Bowl, which would be on January 31st, 1993. It would be part of a $40 million ad campaign. From the original pitch by Novak to Crystal Pepsi getting a national rollout, it was only nine months from the time he pitched it until it was national. Comparing it to another soda rollout, Surinder Kumar said, it took us three years to launch Slice. It wasn't enough time to accurately test its shelf life. So that in itself is not a good thing. All right, let's go to the big game. It was then, during Super Bowl twenty-seven, Crystal Pepsi's infamous commercial launched. The Cowboys beat the Bills 52-17, to so the game wasn't much to talk about. But that Crystal Pepsi commercial caught people's eye. The commercial was so airy and free and even had a Sammy Hagar-led Van Halen doing the supporting music. The song Right Now played under inspiring-ish messages that help people think this could be healthy. Phrases included, right now, nature's inventing better stuff than science, with babies underneath it. Right now, the future's one step ahead of you with a watch. Right now, computers still can't laugh. Right now, artificial doesn't feel right. Right now, only wildlife needs preservatives. Right now, we'll do just fine without caffeine. Right now, we're all thirsty for something different. Right now, we're wondering why we can't see anything. Right now, we're going to make it clear. Introducing Crystal Pepsi. You've never seen a taste like this. That's the tagline. Like Rob said, you've never seen a taste like this. I'll be honest, I've never quite seen a commercial like this. Uh, The early 90s were weird. After the Super Bowl commercial, sales of the $1.56 packs were great. PepsiCo had sold $474 million worth of Crystal Pepsi by March 1993. Here's a clip of Pepsi employees saying what they think of Crystal Pepsi. Uh, They definitely don't seem like they were forced into this or anything. Crystal Pepsi tastes to me like a more subtle cola. I think that's the best way to say it. It doesn't taste like uh, any other clear drinks that I've tasted. It's got a different taste. 
I think the idea that it's not caramel colored and it's clear uh, makes it seem like it's a lighter drink. Are you sold? I am. Soon after its national launch, David Novak started getting the first uh, not-so-good responses. The critiques came from the bottlers, actually. They told him that there wasn't enough Pepsi Cola flavor in Crystal Pepsi. One even told him, everybody will try this. The problem is, nobody is going to re try it. Yakers. What a review. But from the outside looking in, all Coke could see was Pepsi making a bunch of money. Coke had to do something. That's when Coke's chief marketing officer, Sergio Zima, comes up with a brilliant but sneaky strategy. Is his name really Zima? Z-Y-M-A. I know Zima, the beverage is Z-I-M-A, but that was also part of the This is incredible. Craze. The clear craze is all created by a guy named I can't. Coke decided to launch Tab Clear, which, God damn it, if I wish I could have gotten my hand on one of these. He hoped that a diet drink like Tab Clear would confuse Pepsi customers into thinking that Crystal Pepsi was, in fact, a diet drink, which it technically wasn't. <gasps> There's Savage over it, Coke. Yeah. So, and there was a diet Crystal Pepsi, but regular Crystal Pepsi was the main thing. So, yeah, tab clear. I thought that was just so brilliant. He didn't want to use the Coke name, and he knew that using tab, the tab brand, wouldn't hurt the company in the long run, especially with after the new Coke debacle. They didn't want to be like, here's clear Coke. So they were like, well, tab will take away some of the market share. Zima later said in the book, Killing Giants 10 Strategies to Topple the Goliath in Your Industry, which I was like, that. <laughs> I want to see the guys reading that i gotta read that book the people that are gonna do it to us all they're gonna do is hire a comedy writer yeah that's true <laughs> zima said pepsi spent an enormous amount of money on the brand and regardless we killed it so he didn't have any uh qualms about it hey friends hope you're enjoying the show if you are could you do us a favor after you listen to today's episode, open up your podcast app and leave us a review, please. The more reviews we get, the more people will discover us, and the more people that discover us, the less lost we'll feel. You're good, buddy. It's okay. Uh, look, nothing has ever been easier to do. Just go ahead and grab a pen real quick. It's okay. We'll wait. Don't worry. Okay. Head on over to your podcast app. Click those three dots in the lower right-hand corner. Click Go to Show. Scroll down till you see ratings and reviews, then leave us some stars and a comment or two so our parents know that it was worth all the tuition that they spent. And if you really love us, head on over to Patreon.com and send us some money, and in return, you will get access to merch, special episodes, bonus content, pictures of me shirtless. Okay, okay, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search This Was a Thing and help us out. But you know what? You've already helped us out today by listening to us, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. Like the bottlers predicted, people just weren't trying Crystal Pepsi a second time. Novak said that the flavor simply wasn't good enough. He also said, because we rushed it, we were having product quality problems. It had more of an aftertaste than it should have had. Aftertaste is not a good word. No. I've never, have you ever had a good aftertaste? Maybe like mouthwash? I guess, but... But a food or beverage product should not leave an aftertaste. No. But then came what may have been the biggest blow to Crystal Pepsi. Saturday Night Live! 
That's my Don Pardo. <laughs> SNL decided to parody the uh, Super Bowl commercial, but instead of Crystal Pepsi, it was Crystal Gravy. Earth wasn't created in seven days. There are some things man will never improve on. Don't take what you're given. Why can't we be cleaner? We're hungry for something different. Crystal gravy. You've never seen a gravy like this. It looks so gross. It looks so gross. And one of the things I read described it perfectly. It literally looks like lubricant that's being poured. That's what it is. Yeah. So it had the same phrase. It's clearly natural is the best. There's a waterfall. We're hungry for something different. There's a globe. Why can't you see anything? Let's be crystal clear. Then there's the gravy clear plus gravy equals gravy. And that's the math I was telling you that there happened to be later on in the episode right there. Two math references. You don't see any lumps. And there's the course the lube gravy being poured on mashed potatoes you see kevin nealon splashing it on his face julia sweeney dipping a wing that she just dipped into a jar of crystal gravy and taking a bite even phil hartman taking a bite and it says finally you can see your meat novak and the main folks over at pepsi were not fans of it he said we didn't like the sketch because they were basically saying it didn't taste good maybe if they gave this fucking guy this formula you would have been okay, folks. Uh, that's the craziest thing to me. It wasn't just SNL that was causing problems, though. Cases of Crystal Pepsi were being displayed sitting out in direct sunlight at gas stations, something that Surrender Kumar said was the kiss of death. The ultraviolet rays caused the soda to spoil, and Pepsi started to get calls saying the soda tasted weird. Yes, duh! <laughs> yeah. By 1994, less than a year later after the huge launch and ad campaign, Right now, Crystal Pepsi was discontinued. In 2014, 20 years after Crystal Pepsi's national launch, Time Magazine ranked it number three on its list of the 10 worst product fails of all time, only with the Ford car released in 1957 and HP's touchpad, which was their answer to the iPad, beating it out. Looking back on Crystal Pepsi in 2007, David Novak says, it was a tremendous learning experience. I still think it's the best idea I ever had and the worst executed. A lot of times as a leader, you think they don't get it. They don't see my vision. People were saying we should stop and address some issues along the way. And they were right. It would have been nice if I'd made sure the product tasted good. Uh, once you have a great idea and you blow it, you don't get a chance to resurrect it. Now, he would go on to have a pretty good career after his failure. He went on to found Yum! Brands, and that company operates KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell, among others. Now, when we get back from the break, we'll talk about when I tried Crystal Pepsi. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, it made a comeback. Spoiler alert, it's in the sun! <laughs> 
This was a thing, this was a thing. And now, this is a sketch. I'm seriously so pumped to finally try this stuff. Honestly, I don't know if my brain can even handle this. Crystal Pepsi? Your brain might not be able to handle it, but I bet your taste buds will. Hell yeah! I'm all in on this clear craze. If it ain't clear, don't call me over here. Dude, that's awesome! Let's do this! You know what? It's got... Kind of a weird taste. What are you talking about? I think it's supposed to have that syrupy taste. It doesn't even seem like there's any carbonation in this stuff. Yeah, but it's it's Crystal Pepsi, man. It's the it's the cola you can see through. It's the cola that leaves a weird film on my tongue. Oh, I can feel it coating my stomach. Come on, man. We had to like it. This stuff tick it in. Tick it in? I think you're high from all the sugar. What the hell are you talking about, man? I just love this crystal. Todd, you're starting to worry me. Right now, there's no tomorrow, right now. Thank you. This was a sketch. Now, something else that happened in 2014 besides the Time magazine list was Coca-Cola reintroducing the Surge soda campaign into the market for a limited time. That was done because of a Facebook campaign by the consumers. What is Surge? Surge is like a Mountain Dew that Coke released in the 90s. I was obsessed with it. Did it like give you a spike or something? Well, it was just just a a higher caffeinated than most Coke products, and I think I mean, came out probably like 95, 96. I see. So like as an eight-year-old drinking a Surge, it was like, oh, yeah. Bouncing off the walls. Exactly. You know, but I'm parents must have loved it. Yeah. So then in March 2015, the next year, an online campaign to bring back Crystal Pepsi began. The following month, a separate petition was created by a competitive eater named L.A. Beast, who had made a viral video of him chugging a vintage Crystal Pepsi from the 90s. Needless to say, the hype was real. Did you say that this man chugged Crystal Pepsi? From the 90s in 2013. Wouldn't it be, like, spoiled? Yeah, uh, he's a competitive eater, and actually... I know who he is when I was doing the research because I've watched a couple of his videos because he's insane and he's a competitive eater and he eats all the spoiled like and drinks spoiled food and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 90s nostalgia was perfect for that Crystal Pepsi, baby. Oh, yeah. There was around 37,000 change.org petition signatures, tens of thousands of Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram tagged comments, 15 billboards were erected around the L.A. area, and even someone committed to ride a mobile billboard truck at the Pepsi headquarters in Purchase, New York, with a gathered crowd of supporters there to watch him on. So... People really wanted Crystal Pepsi back and were getting creative. The interest from the campaign led to an official response from PepsiCo. On June 8th, 2015, they said, We've had customers ask us to bring back their favorite products before, but never with your level of enthusiasm and humor. We definitely hear you and your followers, and we think you will be happy for what's in store. Stay tuned. 
In December 2015, Pepsi announced that fans of the drink could win one of 13,000 six-packs of Crystal Pepsi by entering a sweepstakes via a mobile application. Winners selected during the following week will receive the beverage in time for Christmas. So that's a good, uh, that's a nice little haul. Pepsi announced that the drink would be making a second return, reaching Canadian stores on July 11th and American stores on August 8th, 2016. Now, on July 19th, 2017, People Magazine released an article stating that Crystal Pepsi would be back for what was claimed as being the final time the drink would be re-released. And even on August 14th, that Crystal Pepsi themed music festivals would be held at baseball stadiums around the U.S. with performers like Busta Rhymes and Salt and Peppa. The drink was re-released in August 2018, once again being claimed as the last chance to purchase the drink. And this is around the time that I tried it. And, like people said in 1993, I didn't need to try it a second time. You were not a fan. No, it wasn't worth it. Now, mind you, I don't know if mine, maybe you sat out in the sun. Can you describe the taste? I honestly don't remember the taste. I just remember going like, this doesn't taste like Pepsi. Because I was like, oh, it's, you know, it's a clear Pepsi. But it just wasn't like pleasant. It wasn't even something that I was like, oh, I, I didn't even finish the bottle. After it was pulled this time, it was never brought out again. Now, I would not be the least bit surprised if it was released again. It probably will actually get released before this episode even goes up. Who knows? Pepsi will do what the hell they want. And I think it should be celebrated besides just for its nostalgic value. It's an example of a major company swinging hard and missing even harder. It's a great lesson for other brands. Don't rush shit out. There's a reason tests on things like this take a little bit of time. Just chill. Chill, baby. Just chill. Also, shout out again to Diet Coke and Coke Zero for helping us get through this podcast. Not a sponsor. Hey, Rob, do you have the time? Why, yes, it is game time. This was a thing and now it's a quiz. This is a this was a quiz. With Mark Schroeder. She fizzes. She bubbles. You can't see right through her. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi, I think part of the allure of Crystal Pepsi is just the name. Crystal. It's not clear Pepsi. It's not whatever. It's Crystal. It's It's got joie de vivre. Oh, I don't know. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. Certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Je ne sais quoi. But it puts it in an elite class, I think, by putting the name Crystal. So Correct. we're going to do Crystal Trivia. Oh, Crystal Trivia. Okay. Crystal Trivia. So okay. once again, you're going to work together because your brains are so well connected. I wouldn't want to dare divide you. Thank you. Uh, I have 10 crystal-related trivia questions, and you're going to nail all 10 of them right here. Crystal Lake is the home of what fictional monster? Camp Crystal Lake. That's from Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees. One for one. On the TV show Breaking Bad, what was the name of Walt's brother-in-law Hank's home-brewed beer? Oh, geez. It's like Hank's Brew or something like that. It is related to his name. It's related to his last Sh- uh, name. Uh, oh, shot. It starts with an S. It's like a German name. It is a very familiar German name. In Schneider. Fact, not that, well, a little bit less familiar, but more familiar to me than to you. Oh, Schroeder. Sh- Schroeder, Schroeder, Schroeder Brow. Yes. Schroeder Schroeder Brow. Hey. Yes, yes. Is the name of the beer. For Hank Schrader. That's right, Schrader. No relation. Thank you, yes. Uh, what is the name of Superman's icy headquarters? Uh, Fortress of Solitude. Yes. Rob, come on, you know these. I just want to let Rave shine. Okay, this one's for you, Rob. How many times has Billy Crystal hosted the Oscars? Oh, 
five? Nine. Not, oh, oh nine really? I was going to say four. So that's the thing is if we do work together, we would have got it right. He's second to Bob Hope with 19, I believe. Wow. The ski resort Crystal Mountain is the largest ski resort in which U.S. state? Let's say Colorado. Washington. Washington. Oh. Fuck! <laughs> he flinched the table and he jumped out the window. This healing crystal is known as the master healer. Quartz? Crystal Bernard. <laughs> it is clear quartz. Oh, wow. It is clear quartz. I'm into that shit. Chandelier was the first top 10 single for this opaque artist in 2014. See ya real soon. See ya real soon. Liquid crystal displays, or LCDs, are now considered obsolete compared to newer technologies such as LEDs, which stands for this. Light, this light enhancement display. Light emitting diode. Light emitting hey, diode. that's 33% of the right answer. That's true. We'll give you 0.33 repeating points. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull introduced us to Indiana Jones's son, who went by this name. Mutt. Mutt Williams. Mutt Williams. Shia. And in the PlayStation video game series Crash Bandicoot, the crystals or gems you collect at the end of every level are this color. Spyro's purple. Actually, I don't know. Spyro's colors. I'll go with purple. Purple is right. Yeah. Purple wow. is correct. They are purple. You got the one, two, three. Miss that one. Four, five, six, seven. Eight. You got seven right. Seven out of ten. Congratulations. Wow. Thank Mark. Thank you, Mark. I forgot to ask you. Have you ever tried Crystal Pepsi? Never tried Crystal Pepsi. No. I've seen it. I've seen it sold. Wouldn't dare. I'm a Coke guy. Yeah. Diet Coke, Coke Zero, plain old Coke. Green Label Stevia Coke. Stevia Coke. Isn't that, what is that? What's what's the actual name? P- Coke something. Oh, yeah, it is called something. Yeah, it's something Coke. Yeah. It's like Coke Life. Is it Coke Life? I think it is. Yeah. I think Coke it is. Life. Yeah. Give me life. That's a <laughs> conversation starter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Mark, thanks so much for making everything crystal clear for Ooh. us. Hey. Ray, thank you so much for a great episode on the genesis of Crystal Pepsi and how it all came to be. Thank you for listening. My pleasure. And folks, if you remember Crystal Pepsi, Facebook, tweet, Instagram us. Let us know your thoughts. And uh, if you buy it off of eBay like we did, just do not drink it. Yeah. Don't drink it. Right now. Not now. Not now. Don't drink Crystal Pepsi. But have a lovely diet Pepsi. Uh, diet uh, Yeah. Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Diet Pepsi. Yes, for this episode, I'd say Pepsi, but any other episode, I would. We'll talk about this other. Oh, gee. Uh, anyone listening, I love you. Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing, and a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cut Cut Schwartzberg, our composer, Billy Better Than DC Reese, our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford, our graphic designer, Natalie's Nothing's Too Graphic DeSavia, and finally, our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ThisWasAThingPod and Facebook we are ThisWasAThingPodcast. Reach out, we'd love to hear from you. 
And if you really liked what we did today, head on over to Patreon.com and become one of our sponsors, and you'll get access to special episodes, interviews, and merch. That's Patreon. Search This Was a Thing and support us so we can keep doing this show. 